Hello, and welcome to episode 67 of the FOMOcast. It's Chris. Titus is over here. Andrew bailed on us because he's on his Bumble adventures. Don't put him on blast, dude. <laughs> don't put him on blast. <laughs> no, I don't know what he's doing. Hey, you know what? Bumble is very forward-thinking, so... You think so? Because the woman has to pick the guy. So. Do you ever... Because I know you're married now, but do you ever think, man, if I would just... Held on for a couple more years. Nah, it seems too. On the internet. It seems too uh, sketchy. Really? Yeah, it seems legit, legit sketchy. Certain things, you know what I mean. It just feels. It just feels. I don't know, man. It feels weird. It feels weird. All right. You I know, you. maybe if I was unemployed and <laughs> like unemployed, you, yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing going on, I'd be like, hey, it's just something to do. Swipe right all day, but you know, touche, check, man. I need to find someone. Like, I need. To, I want to find a woman who's used Bumble because I don't. I, I get it. The woman picks. But I don't know, like, because I've heard, like, it legit, like, you, um, they have to contact you. Like, you, there's no way for a guy to contact the girl. I think so, yeah. So, that's just weird to me. So, well, it's episode 66. No, 67. 67. It's episode 67. Um, we got so much to talk about. I want to thank all of our listeners. I want to thank Podbros Network, podbros.com. Um, so much stuff for them dropped this week. It was legit a ton of stuff. Um, I shared it on our Facebook page, shared it on our Twitter, which is facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and uh, FOMO podcast. We'll show, uh, I'll take a picture of me and Titus drinking some beers here in a minute. Um, and then we want to thank all of our listeners who go through the SoundCloud, go through everything. Make sure you go to the Public link that's on our page to uh, go get some uh, shirts. Things like that. I'm trying to figure out a way we can get some new shirt designs out there. Um, I'd like to say thank you to all the guys that like my uh, my picture. Yes. That was really nice. It was legitimately almost all guys. I think there's one female, but I didn't really look. Um, yeah, and I know her, and she's married and with two kids, so. So she's not interested. She's not interested. Hmm. Just being nice. Uh, 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 another podcast liked it, though. Uh, a lady that I um, I listened to her. She was on a radio show, and she has her own a uh, podcast called the morning, the Monday morning mom cast. Is she single? No, which is really cool. So you want people like her, like your, like in your stuff. I so, prefer single women, single women. Well, maybe the single women are just scoping it out. Maybe we're going to do a, a progress report every week on Titus's dating life. Uh, we could, you know, I don't want nothing to. detailed. No, we're just be like, Oh, Hey, you're still, you're still looking, still I'm single. Ready to mingle, I'm, all, mingle. I'm always looking. You can't say it like that. Cause then I think that you're just, you're never going to settle down. You're going to be that 50 year old dude at the golf course trying to pick up single, single 19 year olds that are coming off. I'm the not going to be that creepy. Okay. By the time I'll have money. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you to SoundCloud, everything, all of our, all of our different leaks. And thank you to our Patreon subscribers. You know, we love you. Um, and you help so much. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to go over. Stuff dropped like legitimately right after we finished recording. Something, something that I didn't. There's a couple of things. There was one thing I didn't like, didn't think I was gonna like, and I liked a lot. Something that I've been looking forward to that I'm even more excited about. But um, the first thing we have is um, so the Birds of Prey, like a little teaser trailer came out, and that's the Harley Quinn video I showed you. Um, the music alone, man, it just. I don't know. It's weird. It, whenever I hear like a certain song come into a trailer, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I really want to watch this movie. Like it just it, I don't know if it pushes me more towards it or I feel better about it. It just it's something that always I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I think this is gonna be a good movie. And the Birds of Prey trailer just showing because um, for those that don't read the comics, Harley Quinn, and the group of girls, it always differs who it is. But usually Poison Ivy is involved. Um, they go around. Just, but no Catwoman. That's I don't surprising. know. There might be. I don't know. I honestly don't know. 
because I, I can't remember. I had um, the Harley Quinn comics, and I was I, I read those, and um, it was mostly Poison Ivy. I know Catwoman's probably involved in there somewhere, but Catwoman isn't as diabolical as Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy because no. she still gets it on with Batman. You know, what I mean, they're still friends. So he doesn't like what she does, but it's one there. of those things. <laughs> you say you don't want to go into it, and now all of a sudden. Um, but I was really excited because I, I think it comes out into this year or next year. I can't remember. <clears throat> Everything is so, like, it's been crazy. Ever since Netflix did that thing where they, um, like, they release stuff, like, all of a sudden out of nowhere. Like, they did it with the OA, that, that show, the OA. They released it out of nowhere. What's the OA? It's basically about this girl who goes missing, and when she comes back, she uh, is no longer blind, mm. and she was missing for a while, and they're like, we don't know what happened. She shouldn't be able to see. There's a lot I want to say, but I'm not going to say it. You know, it's one of those things. It, it's, it's a sci-fi one. It's got a lot of people. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty cool, um, I like it. So, uh, oh, so, oh yeah, everyone that liked it has, let's see. I'm looking at the picture. It has 11 likes. Um, 11? Yeah. You were one of them. That's kind of lame. Um, I don't remember liking that one. Let me see. This one. Is that a girl? I can't. Over, is I that know. a girl? No. I couldn't, I couldn't no. look closely. No, no, no. It's a girl. It's a girl. A lot of the people liked it were podcasting people. Uh, okay. So. Well, thanks yeah. you for your support. Yeah. Thank you for our support. And we're going to take a picture of selfie right now. Because uh, it's 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 our it's our thing. It's we do what we want, and you can see I no longer have a beard right now. I don't think I'm even in the picture. Yeah, scoot in more. Scoot in more. Okay, hold on. I'll go this way. And as you can see, if you look at the photo and you see it, Titus is wearing the FOMO cast hat. Um, sporting that swag. Sporting that swag. I'm not big. I'm not. I'm. I'm I, don't, I don't. I like the hats. The hats are really awesome. But hats are good. I'm going away from it because shirts are kind of more to the thing. You can wear shirts all the time. You know, I like them. I want to get new designs for it. And if you hear any loud noises, they're texturing the inside of my house right now. So uh, that's what they're doing. And there was some thunder too when I was rolling in. It was pretty loud. It was pretty hardcore thundering. It's raining pretty good here. Um, our, I, I didn't know if you saw this. Uh, I guess a police officer died um, the day or yesterday. Um, from thunder? From the, no, from, uh, I think it was a rock slide or something like that. It was a crash. The weather's just been so horrible here in Southern California. It's just been bad. Mm. I just saw that Disneyland even posted that they're changing their hours for wow. the park because the weather's that bad. If, apparently it floods pretty easily in the streets there just because you know, it's not made to handle that large, voluminous amount of water. So, it's one of those things. Were there mudslides on the Matterhorn, you think? <laughs> You're not, they, they, they plugged some holes in that thing. You never know. You got to be careful. Things might fall apart because there were holes in it. They used to have those gondolas, remember? Yeah. And they got rid of them, I think, because they said that it was structurally, the Matterhorn, was, it was weakening the structure. Because wow. there was, you went, through, you went through the Matterhorn. Oh, okay. So, um... You know, it's one of those things. It's I don't mind the rain, but you know, we'll see. Let's post this real quick to Instagram. Um, Do you like walking in the rain? Don't mind it. I have to work in it, so it's just kind of another thing. You know what I mean? You learn eventually when you when you work in the rain. Just walking from somewhere, like if you're like I'm wearing a t-shirt right now, you walk through the rain. It's no big deal. You're not sitting there standing in it. When you stand in it, you realize the full effect that rain can have on you, and it's not fun. Walking in the rain is good because no one can see that you're crying. 
<laughs> like you are crying all the time. No, I'm not crying. It, <laughs> it, you know, I like the rain. We need the rain. Um, we have a farm, so it's kind of one of those things where uh, you're just you just you just deal with it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm of the uh, the mindset that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna need the rain. So wh- why fight it? I get it. Some people are like, oh no, I don't want they don't want this kind of rain. I'm like, well, you can't really choose. They had all those signs. Who's uh, saying that? Who's saying we don't need rain? Uh, people that don't like the rain. <clears throat> Go to uh, I don't know. Where's it not rain? I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Mexico. No, it rains. Mexico's got rainforests, so yeah. So I'm sure it rains there. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where you know. It's, so back to what we were talking about after we did that selfie. So Birds of Prey looks fantastic. Based on that little clip. Based on that little clip. Right. Just I love the feel. You you feel it's a very good vibe. She looks very Harley Quinn esque right there. So you give it two thumbs up. I give it two hell of thumbs up, but I really want her to wear the old costume because that's the costume I want to see her in the Jester outfit. I don't want her to be this daddy's little, you know, angel thingy, whatever sure, it sure. is. Yeah. You know, it's, that's not the character that I know. But, I mean, obviously, if it's working, it's working. Um, so you have that. And then, right on the heels of that, so literally right after we finished the podcast, they came out and they were talking about how Black Widow, the Black Widow movie that they're doing, which is going to be with Scarlett Johansson, I believe, is going to be rated R. Uh-oh. So... For me personally, the reason why I think they're doing this is not only because of the success the su- success of Logan and of Deadpool. I think it has a little bit to do with the fact that her character doesn't have any superpowers. You know what I mean? Except her beauty. Well, I think she has some sort of like increased sight, whatever. I don't know. She's great at shooting. But the thing is, is that she doesn't have any true superpowers. So how are you going to make a movie interesting when you can't show that much gore and violence and shooting people in the head? You know what I mean? You, you, Nudity. No, I think they're legit going to have her do... She's going to straight Deadpool people. Like, she's going to be really? shooting people like crazy. Because that's what her thing is. She has guns. What, to name a, name a good PG-13 movie that doesn't... Not superheroes. It's just a shoot 'em up uh, That's not a comedy. Which I don't know. I think the other guys... I think that might be rated R. I don't know. No, the other guys was 13. It was. Yeah. Okay. So that was a comedy, though. Mm. What she did at the point... Will Ferrell doesn't even have a real gun. He has a wooden gun. Yeah. So... Oh, you got me stumped. So, I mean, that's the thing. I think they have to do this to make it more gruesome. Maybe even do more like a Daredevil-esque karate, like the, the TV show, um, where they did the fight scenes where it's like a 15-minute clip where they're literally just fighting and beating people up. They probably have to make it more gory, more violence. And, you know, um, I think this will open the door, though, to other stuff happening with individual movies. Because, I mean, wouldn't you like to see a rated R? Let's see. Hmm. What would be a good rated R superhero movie, you think? Um, I think a rated R Batman would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because there is a... Um, is there a rated R? I thought um, Batman, the, back in the day, wasn't that rated R? No. No, no, no. No? No, I don't, I don't think so. I know that the thing I would like about it is is because he is he doesn't kill people. Yeah, it's Batman doesn't so kill hard. people. It's hard for rated R. But there's a, there's been plenty of movies, Batman movies... Where or a comics, I should say, uh, Batman the original was PG thirteen. Um, 
that he went around and he was they're like you're not batman batman doesn't kill people and he was straight murdering people one of the comics and they're trying to figure out what's going on they're like this isn't this isn't this isn't right kind of thing yeah so far all of them have been pg-13 so yeah, Batman Rated R would be good. I'd actually see that movie. Because, um, I mean, they do have right now, like, a, um, they have a show. What about Spawn? Spawn was Rated R. Spawn's, that, that Spawn's not in that cinematic anything. He's not a superhero in the in that same realm, I don't think. Would Spawn be. has to be Rated R because he deals with hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you're dealing with the devil, you're going to have to be Rated R, I think. Especially a superhero. So we should do Was a... Spawn Rated R? I think so. All right, I, we'll I don't remember. I don't think I've seen that movie all the way through. I've always seen it in parts. Oh man, I love that movie so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially the dog, because his dog recognizes him. That was wait, hold on a second. I didn't realize who Spawn was. Do you know who Spawn was in that movie? It was Rated R. Uh, Michael Jai, J J White or Jai, however you say his name. Wasn't he the guy in the trailer we just saw? No. Yeah? no, 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 no. That's Idris Alba. Which, speaking of which, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's why I like his because he's he, the way he talks and that. But no, Michael Jai White is the one that is in um, uh, Never Back Down movies. All those are the karate ones. He's a he's a really good martial artist. Okay, he's the one that has that funny video on um, uh, on Facebook as it goes all over the internet where he's looking at bottles of whiskey and the dudes are holding up the liquor store. And he is sitting there, and the guy walks around, and he goes, get on the ground. I said, get on the ground. And he goes, you know, and he's looking at the whiskeys. He puts it down, and he goes, he goes, if you're going to do it, get and do it. I got stuff to do. And he puts the gun in his mouth, and he goes, oh, wait, no, no, no. That'll put stuff everywhere. You don't want to see that. Why don't you put it right here? Oh, you know what? No, just put it right here. And he's doing it. He goes, if you're not going to, he takes it, and he jabs it in the dude's head, beats up both guys, and then he takes the money they stole and gives it back to the cashier and walks out with a bottle of whiskey. He's a really good, like, so um, shoplifted. Well, I mean, he just saved that guy a, thousand, a couple thousand dollars. But like, he's one of those martial artist guys. He's kind of like Jason Statham. Like, you see him in all this different stuff where he knows to do these stunts. He's, like, you know, really good. So, I didn't know he was in Spawn, man. I got to show you a video of him. He's really good after we're done. Right. So, well, speaking of the guy, he's talking about Idris Alba plays the villain in the new trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, which is a Fast and the Furious spinoff. And looks good. Looks exciting. Action-packed. Oh, my gosh. Two great, was it another uh, buddy cop kind of movie? Vibe? Well, no, they hate each other. So if you don't, so Titus probably doesn't know the story behind this. I don't know anything. Okay, so spoiler alert for if you haven't watched Fast and Furious, whatever, I don't care. Um, this is old news. So in the movie Tokyo Drift, I believe, um, one of the guys gets killed. And the guys, is it that one? No, no, no. One of the movies, I can't remember anymore. Is the one where they're in Brazil? I've seen that one. One of the movies, they kill a guy, and that guy's brother is, um, uh... Hobbs? Shaw. Shaw? Uh, Jason Statham's uh, character. Okay. So, so he comes after them, and he comes after them in one of the movies, and Hobbs, played by, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he is, like, he's played a federal agent, and then he works with them, like, because he doesn't want to be a federal agent anymore, and all this stuff. Well, what ends up happening is, is... and the next movie, that uh, a couple movies later, I think they end up teaming up together to um, to do the last the last movie they teamed up together. So he's he's one of those guys where he's like, like they say he's former MI six. He's kind of contract person, kind of bad guy, kind of good guy. When they, they team up, they hate each other though. The anti hero. He you know, like there, well, there's one where they're locked up and he goes, "I'm gonna beat you like a Cherokee drum." Like he's yelling at them and through through the the prison wall. 
and then they end up letting him out and they start fighting. Well, then they stop him because you're going to, you're going to work for us kind of thing. This one though, seems like you said, very buddy cop. Like there's a lot of comedic stuff. You can tell, I don't know if it's rated R or not. I don't think it is because this is the only thing I don't like about it is I didn't like that. But was it by, uh, by Fast and the Furious or Fast and Furious brings you. Uh, I don't like the way they're going with is that. Is it Presents? Yes, that's what it is. Presents. And I'm like... Hobbs and Shaw. And that's the... Oh my God, that's the name of it. Yeah. On the thing, it's Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. The reason why I don't like that is... Um, Too cartoonish? No. They're going to have this be some sort of thing now where they just have side characters have their own movie. Like the Marvel. Sure. It is the new MCU. But it does say um, it's in post-production, so there's no rating yet. So um, what they do in the in the trailer is they bleep out the curse words in very ingenious ways. Or you can see people mouthing things. It's just it's, it's, It looks like a really funny buddy cop thing. Um, the Rock, I like him in serious ways, and I like him when he's joking. So this is kind of like a combo of both. So um, we're going to see how it goes. Um, speaking of which, though, He's not going to be in the Fast and the Furious 9. That's what he already said. He announced right after that trailer came out. Who said The Rock's not going to be mm-hmm. in? Where's he going to go? Well, so rumor is is that Tyrese is mad. So Tyrese is in it. And he's mad because basically Vin Diesel, the big thing is like, this is, this, this is family. You know, it's all about family in the movie. Yeah. So because they did this movie, it put a delay on Fast and the Furious 9. Okay. So Tyrese is like, this is basically, he's saying, this is the only way I'm getting paid, and now you're delaying me to get my paycheck, basically. Yeah. Dude, he's been going crazy. He's been Why on, does he get other jobs, other acting jobs? I don't know, man. Dude, he's been freaking out on the internet. That's why. Mm. His wife and him are going through a custody battle, and it's all over the internet. Like, he posts videos of him crying and stuff. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. The internet's lame. So basically what's happening is, is that they're blaming them. So I think him, because there was a thing where they said that uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock didn't like each other. You know, they wouldn't film together. You know, the other day I looked up the word irony mm-hmm. in the dictionary as a picture of Paul Walker. That's not That's not funny? <laughs> no. Why are no. you smiling? No. Because <laughs> that's pretty bad. But, 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 so they didn't like each other. So they don't want right. to film together. So I'm assuming it's a byproduct of that. And now they're probably going to be even more mad because if this movie does great, there's going to be seven more Hobbs and Shaws. You know what I mean? You think so? Think. People oh yeah! See Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah, because people two. love Jason Statham. People love The Rock. That's who they like to see. Because Jason Statham is there for the very physical martial artist type moves, and then you got um, The Rock, who's more about pounding stuff and beating things up. You know, that's what he does. Yeah. So I just hope you know. I hope it continues, especially how good the trailer looked. I'm excited for it. Um, so we did Birds of Prey in the Black, Black Widow rated R. We'll let you know more once it gets more official, just because you never know. Um, let us know um, how you guys do feel about if there isn't more rated R or more Hobbs and Shaw. Go to our social media, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, Instagram, FOMO podcast, or to get likes on our photos. Uh, and then um, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash FOMOcast. So um, back to DC. Um, it is official. Ben Affleck is out as Batman. Bye. There is going to be a Batman coming out in 2021 called The Batman. It's called The Batman? Or The Batman. Okay. I like to say The. Okay. It's my favorite. Um, so it's going to be The Batman. 
And um, who they got as a uh, Batman? No idea yet. Guy Ritchie. No. Come on, he should be the Batman. No, I think I think they're gonna go younger. Because the the rumor is they said that they said basically that they hinted it's gonna be someone well known. Everybody, what people want people to do is they want the movie to be uh, Michael Keaton again. Because there's no there's a version of the comic called basically like Old Landman Logan, like the X Men thing. Okay. That they want him to do it and almost like passing on the mantle. So that's kind of like uh, the character Nightwing, right? Isn't that when Batman's kind of passing on the mantle to? Technically, Robin, the original Robin, becomes Nightwing. Okay. And he kind of passed the mantle on, which there is right now an R-rated um, TV series on the DC network that is like Teen Titans, basically. Right. They're murdering people, straight up killing people, like left and right. They cuss. It's just they said it's. They said when you watch it the first time, it's very shocking because mm-hmm. you don't expect Robin to say a curse word, whatever. No. So maybe they could go that route. Maybe they could have. Or Robin in there and take on the mantle of Nightwing or whatever, because uh, that's what was was supposed to happen with uh, Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt. Okay, yeah. His yeah. character was supposed to like they they had hinted like his badge said yeah nothing became Grayson of that. or whatever nothing became of that. I don't know why, but he was hot at the time. Yeah. So I mean, it's still opening. There's still that opening there. You yeah. hope. So I mean, there's 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 that. There's also I'm trying to think. Um, what else they could do? They could go young. Gotham's doing very well, the TV show. This is their last season, but they did a very good job of, you know, developing a character into Batman. Um, I'm thinking they go young-ish, not too young. That way you get another trilogy out of it. You get more spinoffs. Um, they need someone who can do the rigorous stuff for Suicide Squad 2, which James Gunn is now writing, which I'm very excited for. Okay. Since he got fired by Disney, he went right to the rival and was like, I'll make this Why glorious. Why um, for some, uh, he, he made these jokes on Twitter. We were talking about, you know, internet stuff like, uh, 2011 or, or 10. <laughs> so he got fired for something he said in 2011 um, or 10. Like it was like a rape joke or something. Okay. Um, and apparently I didn't know this. So, um, I looked stuff up. So, uh, he was married to Jenna, Jenna Fisher back in the day before they became famous. And oh, they used Jenna to Fisher. Yeah. You know Jenna Fisher, right? I think so. She's Pam from The Office. Yeah. She was married to James Gunn. Oh, okay. And, um... Let's see another Fisher. They would, like, basically, um, have videos, like, they put out, like, little shorts, and they were highly inappropriate, you know, like, just sexual innuendo, all that kind of stuff. Well, I guess that's how his humor was kind of, like, like, if you knew him then, the tweet made sense. Okay. So Disney was like, we can't allow that. Well, then a big uproar happened, because uh, Bobcat Goldthwait plays... Um, I think he plays the half goat man in Hercules and he's like, so you guys are going to fire him, but you guys have a known per- a person who's been conv- a convicted sexual predator that has voice done voice work for you and you won't remove that from Who your stuff. That? I don't know. He, it was a big long thing. Like he was being very, so he asked them to remove his image or his uh, voice. Bobcat did? All, all the stuff they have him on besides the movie because I, I guess there's some sort of deal where they can ask your permission for a ride, put your voice on it, oh, yeah. and you can do it. So they did it, and then now he's like, I want to take it back. So, yeah, so he got fired by Disney. Um, they're joking because he's, I guess he's still on the payroll somehow. He has like, um, he has like some sort of deal that like they have to pay him out throughout a certain period of time. So, He's going to write Suicide Squad 2. And I think what they want is they uh, they want someone who can, I mean, 
basically be there for all that stuff. Film for Suicide Squad 2. Film for Birds of Prey. The follow-up. Because they're saying that, that Birds of Prey is going to be... Uh, there's going to be two more movies afterwards with just the girls and like the crime syndicate that Harley Quinn has without the Joker. So, you know, there's all these movies that this person can portray in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be great for them to cast a person they think is going to be perfect. Don't cast someone that you think is going to be there one and done. You know, it just doesn't work. So, you know, I know they were, I knew they were going to do it because they got rid of uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. So, you know, it was only a matter of time before they got rid of Ben Affleck. You know, but it just kind of, you know, I had hope because he did seem like more like the old run-down Batman. I like that. So it was one of those. And um, the next thing we're going to talk about, I don't know. I never watched the show. Never going to watch the show. They renewed Supernatural for a 15th season. 15 years. 15 years. Supernatural is about Batman? Superman? What's that about? Supernatural? Yeah. It's about ghosts and stuff on CW. Uh Yeah. It's been on forever. 15 years. Mm. 15 years. That's insane. You've never seen one episode? I've seen like bits and pieces. Why don't you like the show? I, I've it's heard of weird. it, but I've never seen it. It's weird. It's very. Um, I think from what most people have heard is you have to start with the very beginning because it, it's very. Fifteen years is a long time to start. Shit. You know, I think I think it's basically mostly it's about trying to you have to establish a timeline, establish how they get where they're going because it's literally gone like where one of them's possessed, they have demons in them, all this different kind of stuff. So I just for those of you that have watched it, tell so tell me. Go to Facebook.com slash FOMOcast or go to Twitter FOMO underscore cast. Tweet at us, Facebook us. Let me know what's so popular about it. Let me know. Cause I don't know. Ghosts? Hmm? Do you believe in ghosts? Oh yeah, I do. You do? Oh, I wholeheartedly believe in have ghosts. You seen a ghost? No. You've but weird stuff. Okay, so I'll tell you what happened. This could be just coincidence. So in my old house, so it was a horseshoe shape. You remember? So yeah. the gym. You can see that through my our master bedroom window. You can see in the window of the gym. And every once in a while, that TV would just be on. Randomly pop on? Randomly on. Like a poltergeist kind of thing? Like, shh. Like, like, like the TV had a Google Chrome in it, so the screen would go dark after so long. Mm-hmm. And when I would look, it would have the screensaver on. And I'm like, uh, so we had to start unplugging it because it kept happening. Over and over and over again. And the wife's like, well, maybe the neighbors have a TV with a remote. I, go, I don't know a remote in history that would go across two yards. That doesn't, that's not the way it works. Unless someone's messing with me, I go, that's not the way it works. Do you think that's why you moved out subconsciously because you knew it was haunted? No, I uh, I wanted this bar. <laughs> that's what I wanted. I wanted this bar. You got it, um, maybe. Yeah. What the heck? Someone just posted this on the Facebook. So a dozen kids in our local junior high thought it was a good idea to eat, bring edibles to school. It was just, it was discovered after one student was laughing uncontrollably for two hours at another joke. <laughs> oh man. Um, drugs. But yeah, so it got renewed and I was kind of like, I got, I have to ask people what the phenomenon is. It's the same thing. Like, uh, I never got into like the new vampire shows, like true blood stuff like that. I never got into that. Did you ever watch, uh, Twilight? Nope, one. never watched the movies. You didn't have a girlfriend or wife that's like, we gotta watch Twilight, baby. No, my wife's scared of scary movies. I told okay. you, I showed her The Descent one time, and now she doesn't trust me of showing her any movies that are possibly scary. She thought that the spy, the spy who, uh, the spy who dumped me, the very first scene, they're actually in a, uh, uh, they're in like a market, yeah, 
and they're swinging like uh, I think what does he do? Oh, they're, he's swinging like a scarf at them, beating them up. And she goes, "This is too scary." And I go, "What? No." So let me see. I'm looking at something real quick because uh, we're talking about the next thing that I think is shocking. I want to know. So how do you feel about a person acting with their significant other? On, in a capacity on a TV show, not a movie. Mm-hmm. I think a movie's fine because the movie's one and done for the most part. So, like John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, they were both in um, A Quiet Place. They're married. I haven't seen it. Good movie. Great together. Um, and some people like spouses will write roles for their other for their spouse. So it just came out that um, because I, I follow this show on Twitter. Um, what is it? I had to find his picture. I can't remember his name. That's right. So Mark Consuelos uh, plays Hiram Lodge on Riverdale. And guess who's ghost? Oh, oh, back there. Someone's opened the door. Um, Oh, it blew the thing down. Oh, wow. It's a ghost. Oh, wow. Ghosts are in here. Um, But um, so guess who's going to play his mistress in the new season? Wait, hold on. I was was distracted by the ghost. Mark Consuelos. Okay. On Riverdale. On Riverdale. His wife is very famous. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who was his wife. Kelly Ripa is his wife. Oh. She's going to play his mistress on Riverdale. And I'm like, I don't know if this would mess with the dynamic. Because you want want to believe that he loves his wife. And they have good ways. Oh, that's his mistress. But you're going to, is it going to be, because you're going to tell that they actually love each other. You know what I mean? Like, you can feel that vibe on TV. I just thought that was weird. I was like, uh. Would you ever work with your wife? Yeah. You would? Oh, yeah. I always joked. I'm like, I'll go be do maintenance at your work. She's like, no, you can't. They don't pay well. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I know I know how to do I'm a jack of all trades. But, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, I think it does make, um, if, if it's a situation where, let's say your significant other, you work in a hospital and you work on the maintenance side and they're a nurse. And um, so... You only see them maybe every once in a while. You're not seeing them all the time. Maybe you come to work together. Maybe you see each other in passing. You work different shifts. You know, okay, I get that. But this, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't want it to mess the dynamic of the show because the show's dynamic is so great. It's one of those. So you watch Riverdale? Uh, yes, I do. It's a good show. Oh yeah, it's a really good show. I haven't caught up on the newest season because I've been behind with everything else. But usually, what I do is I binge watch the whole season and catch up. So. But, you know, we'll see what happens. If you work with your significant other, let us know on our Facebook platform, Twitter, all that stuff. Let us know. Instagram. Instagram. Um, so we'll do – we have a couple more movie stuff. But before we do the movie stuff, um, My Chemical Romance, lead singer. Is dead. Gerard. No. no. He just... says it's potential. There's potential for a My Chemical Romance reunion. I didn't know they broke up. Oh, yeah, a long time ago. They um, – they it was like – a mutual thing like it was just like because i think they put out albums like it was quick quick because when i started listening to them um, in high school right uh i don't know i have no idea i don't think it was in high school well, i'll tell you right now it's here's wikipedia um 2001 to 2013 so um let's see when their their discography Okay, um, so they're famous. The one that everyone loved was 
Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. That's the one that was popular. That was right after High School. That was 2004. Oh, wow. This is crazy. So they literally did 2002, 2004, 2006. All three. They did, they did that much albums. And the Black Parade was like my favorite. Loved it. New look to them. They changed everything. They did almost like a lot of these bands. They do do a little bit different sound. Changed their image a little bit. Still that same pop punky kind of you know more dirty ish kind of sound. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they could come back, I mean, I would be so happy. Would you go see them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I wanted to see when I went. Like I did like a a tour thingy where I was legit. Like I went and saw, I tried seeing hello. Goodbye. Like three years in a row, but they were playing this place called Frank's in San Francisco and they only sold half the tickets online. So if you didn't get your ticket online, I was, I'm not driving two hours just to sit outside and not get a ticket. So finally they had the, it was the, uh, MySpace tour. I went and saw them on nice brought to you by views. Uh, VO5 Warden like this is uh, it was like a hair gel company and it was um they, it was the worst lineup ever for they they put the worst bands together really? great all great by themselves you don't put a freaking grunge core like uh pop mo- mosh pit type band with hello goodbye hello but goodbye is very poppy and the girls were getting just demolished in this mosh pit because <laughs> the band before them was say anything and they legit have songs that are like subconscious like in the title and the lyrics are about the holocaust because a lot of them are jewish yeah okay. yeah they're like look one of the lyrics one of the lyrics is um if they catch us they, if they catch us and dispatch us to our separate work camps and then another one, they're talking. They're basically talking about hiding in the attic, like Anne Frank style. And there's one that goes, and he says, "When um, uh, when they kill me, uh, your love will fill me as warm as the bullets." Like it's just like dark. And then you got "Hello Goodbye" is like, oh, it is like it's very poppy. Just like a bipolar concert. Oh yeah, man, it was great though. And then there was a lead singer from the group Glassjaw had a different group. And they had a song called Graduation Day. And they legit just brought couches out on the stage. And these model girls were just sitting on the side watching him sing. And he's like, hey, afterwards, we're going to be over here. Let's go. And he's just telling everybody just to show up. And I'm like, this is crazy. But I finally got to see him. It was cool. But I don't know. I, I always wanted to see My Chemical Romance because when I saw 30 Seconds to Mars in concert, Jared Leto, just like the, the show, even though you could, you knew he hated the contract he was in, he didn't want to make music. The last CD they made was because they had to make a CD because the contract stated. Why did he stop hating music? That's crazy. No, it wasn't that. It was the, he didn't want, I don't think he wanted to be under their structure. He didn't want to do it according to their timeline. Because if you're a great rock band, they don't tell Metallica, you need an album, this label. No. When you make an album, you make an album. Yeah. But but he came out and he's sitting there and he walks out in the Guy Fox mask, the one from Beef for Vendetta. And he's literally in like armor and he's just throwing roses in the crowd. And these girls are just freaking out. And it's like, this is energy right here. Like you could feel it. Their opener was a, a group called Street Drum Corps. And they legit make music with like belt sanders and like all that kind of stuff. Their drum set. But the, their sound was just like. 30 seconds to Mars and for their break they had a a drum off for the both drummers so they wheeled out the makeshift drum set the guy made and the other one and they went off and I'm like this is a great vibe and I have a feeling that's what my chemical romance would be like is because they had that very emotional sounding music whereas like you know 
some bands are just kind of like I felt bad when I went and watched uh, Def Leppard and Brian Adams. I don't think a lot of people that, that love Brian Adams love Def Leppard. It's not. No, it's a weird. weird it's a weird combo. combo. But there was one chick in the front row. She literally paid primo dollars just to see Brian Adams. She didn't even stay for Who Def Leppard. Wouldn't. He pulled her up and he goes, "Do you know any of my new stuff?" And she goes, "Yes, I know all your new stuff." And he, he let her sing with him. And I was like, "That's cool. You know, it's a good vibe." But like I said, bad match. So I'll see if they were to come back out. You know, I, I have a feeling because I know um, they're doing a. A warp tour, like anniversary tour type thingy. Okay. I have a feeling that if they if they do another one, they'll come back out for it, do something like that. I think it'd be cool. You know what I mean? We'll see. I'm just kind of stoked for it because I was like, you know, that's kind of right out of high school listening to that music. It was just kind of none of those bands are around anymore, really. You know, they're just if they are, they're playing Turlock the Turlock Theater. You know what hey, I mean? I saw Blue Oyster Cult last uh, last time around at the fair. Don't fear the Reaper. Hey. The one I wanted to see at the fair last time, I, I didn't go last year to the fair for anything. One night I went because um, I was working. But last year, or two years ago, they had Dwight Yoakam. And I heard it was insane for him. Yeah. He's an amazing performer. I love him in the Crank movies. He's just a great all around. So there are certain things. Like, um, I remember when they had uh, Fifth Harmony before they were famous. And people freaked because all these young girls knew him. The line at the gate was like hundreds of people and literally you can't sit in the benches until uh after 5 p.m so people were paying to get in at four and waiting in line to go to the benches yeah that's how crazy it was it's crazy that's how small our town is is they see something like that it's not like la where it's like oh hey madonna's playing in the stable center and it's like half full i don't know what you're talking about turlock is the hollywood of the central valley everyone says that everyone it is just the great place. everyone in your head <clears throat> there's not a lot of people in my head <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I get it. You know, um, like uh, Mike Birbiglia came to the. They, they get randomly, they'll get a good person. Bill Cosby came to the Trillock Community Theater. Yeah, you know who actually likes it here a lot? Uh, Leanne Rhymes performs here all the time. Yeah, she legit goes downtown and shops. Like she goes downtown. She, downtown Trillock's awesome. They've seen her three times down there because she's performed. At the fair, I think twice, the and LLC then or whatever at, it is. ALC, what's it called? No, Listener? she performed at the fair. Oh, and then she performed at the Turlock Community Theater. Okay, and that was um, great she, theater. She went there and she did it, and you know, I will say uh, I got lucky enough to where um, two years ago I got to see Good Charlotte perform, but it was right after Chester um, to committed suicide, so I had tickets for for meet and greet, and they got canceled because they were kind of dealing with that. I didn't know they had a song with him, like. So, um, and then I, I even realized they freaking, I forgot, like, I, I know most of their songs. I forgot they had a song about suicide. So they sang it and it was, you could tell it was just really emotional How for those guys. Himself? Uh, Chester? Yeah. I can't I think he hung himself. Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Hmm. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Because his wife was cheating on him, right? Is that what it was? No, 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 no. I thought his wife cheated on him with no. another bandmate and he couldn't No, him. that was a lie. No, it was, he was just super depressed. He was, he, was, was he depressed. battled depression for a long time, yeah. Mm. And they're like, that's that's why everyone's pushing. Like he was the face. Like he, they they have a video of him the day before, laughing and joking with everyone at this table. And um, I think they were getting div- divorced, or he had to divorce the wife. 
and he they felt like he was planning it kind of because he bought a house cash that would fit all of his kids in it kind of thing. Okay. It was like one of those things. It's, it was really convoluted, but yeah, you know, Turlock gets some decent people. The only thing I hate though is like I don't want to see Joan Jett in the Blackhearts anymore. I don't want to see Clint, Clint Black's coming back like the fifth time. You know what I mean? I get it. Like they went to South by Southwest one year. I know a guy that works for their board. He went to South by Southwest. And they legit were getting good people to come out here. And I'm like, this is this is awesome, man. You're getting random people. And then, like, I remember the one year they had Gretchen Wilson come out after, you know, Redneck Woman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, her hits are like 70 years old. And then all of a sudden, I stop and I hear, and she starts singing Barracuda. She was in a heart tribute band before. Dude, spot on. Yeah. I stopped, and I'm like. Barracuda. I was like, this is perfect. She's, she's fantastic. So, you know. I get it, you know, there's, you know, what, just, <laughs> someone commented, who is this, David Glasgow City? Um, commented on what? Twitter? He said, I'm disappointed, bummed with the direction of this pod. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, Titus, you're bringing the podcast down. That's what I do, baby. I bring it all down. Ah, no, you know, we're doing the same thing. It's all the same. Um, Do you see why it's bringing you down? <laughs> ask I'm him. asking him right now. Ask him what's um, going on. But, yeah, so there's just so many there's so many acts that could come here. Um, but I feel like we got to go somewhere else. Most most people I know, they, like, uh, they have the country concert series that happens out at uh, Ironstone Amphitheater. Why can't they get one of those people to come to the Toronto Community Theater? You know what I mean? You know, like, wow. ga- ga- that's the thing I noticed. Like, we have a place by us called Gal Center for the Arts. And I remember Big Bad Voodoo Daddies was performing. I'm like, oh, I got to go see him. I got it. I mean, it was packed. And they literally came out and filed a set. Because this is the cool thing about them is Gallo will ask, hey, look, we have an opening. Which, who would want to come see this person for this price point? That's brilliant. Yeah. They literally said, they go, we're going to have to have Big Bad Voodoo Daddies come back every year. They go, we didn't think they were going to sell that many tickets. And they go, they sold out in two days. And so um, they're, they have the um, they have a bunch of them songs, but they did a Christmas one last year, I think it was, and I'm like, that's so cool. So they're bringing them back, and they have more input. So I mean, we'll see um, if my chemical romance could come to Turlock. That would be perfect because I don't have to drive very far. But I'm shoot sure if they <laughs> shoot them an email, I know. Listen to this pod. Let us know. Um, so we'll finish off with some bunch of movie stuff. Um, let us know if you think we're going in the wrong direction, apparently. I think we've been talking a lot about suicide. Maybe that Paul Walker comment brought Maybe that. Uh, he's not listening, though. He doesn't know that yet. Uh, that hasn't happened yet. Really? Um, so, oh, two... this isn't live? <laughs> <laughs> so there's two things that happen. Uh, first, apparently they're doing a Rush Hour 4. Of course, why not? I mean, um, I mean, tell me how you really feel about it. Uh, did I see the third one? I'm trying to think. The second one was when they were in the casino, right? In L.A.? Uh, no. So the first one was... Um, I've seen the first one. I think I'm, I'm pretty confident I saw the second one. I don't know what the third one is. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, because no, because... So Chris Tucker, um, I, when I saw it, when he was in um, the Silver Linings playbook, really liked him. That was like him coming back, a little heavier set, you know... Not as like that screaming loud kind of thing. Um, he was more, I don't know, he felt felt more like, 
I don't know. It was weird. It felt, he felt like more he was trying to be an actual actor. He wasn't trying to scream. He wasn't doing that loud thing he does. He was just kind of acting, and it felt really good. So Rush Hour 2, Carter and Lee head to Hong Kong for vacation. Okay. So there, and there's a counterfeit money scan. That's the one where they're in the, the spa. Okay. They're in the spa, and, they, and he's trying to relax, and they all of a sudden they realize everyone's around doing that. So Rush Hour 3, let's see if I remember this one. After Nintendo Sensation on Ambassador Han, Lee and Carter head to Paris to protect a French woman with knowledge of the triad's secret leaders. Never saw that one. I think I've seen that one. I don't remember. No, I never saw that one. I'll see the fourth one when it comes out on TBS. I think I'll see it. <laughs> Rush Hour was on TBS for a long time. Oh, I forgot there was a TV series called Rush Hour, too. Short-lived, I think. On yeah, Fox. it was only only for it says 2016 to 2016. So it wasn't very long. Three um, I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, they're not taking and trying to reinvent the wheel. They're not doing the thing that we hate where they try and reboot something, which is the next thing that they're rebooting. And I don't even know how they are going to do this. Um, so we'll see. So did you hear what the next one is? Rush Hour 5? No. Wow. They're going to try and reboot Escape from New York. I, I don't think I saw the original. I thought it was Escape from L.A. That's the second one. Oh, okay. With Snake, Snake Plissken? They got the eye patch. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. You know what I mean? What do you mean? How, what do you mean that how are they not going to do it? Like, Kurt Russell is that. Like, would they remake Captain Ron? Captain Ron is Kurt Russell. I love that movie. Captain Ron is the best movie ever. I love it. But Kurt, Kurt Russell kind of character is one that I'm like... I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can replace them, man. I mean, it seems like a very dangerous thing you're doing there. Every, I know I get it. Everyone's doing reboots. They're remaking movies all the time, but I really don't see how that that's going to end well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I haven't heard about it. I don't think I've seen any of the movies Escape from New York or L.A. L.A. is really weird. That, that's in like the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, I think. Let's see real quick, because I know that, because um, the one thing I didn't like about it was the fact that um, the premise was kind of, uh, you know, they, I don't know, uh, they basically are kind of, they, they basically tell him, oh, we, we injected you with this stuff that basically, if you don't do what we tell you to do, you're going to die. Okay. It's basically the premise of it. So, um, let's see, Escape from New York is, should just look up Kurt Russell. Escape. Kurt Russell's still alive, right? Yeah. Escape from New York. New York was 81. And then Escape from LA was 96. So that was a 15 year gap. So, I mean, it, I mean, it, I guess it's possible is so it's 96 so they should have done another one in 2011. That's when they should have done it. So this one's going to be Escape from New York? They're not going to escape from another, like, Escape they're, from Seattle? No, they're going to do Escape from New York again, I guess. It's one of those things. I guess we'll have to see it to believe it when they do a trailer. That's the big problem nowadays, too, is everything leaks. Um, everything leaks so fast that everyone sees the backlash. And they're like, no, like, um, Scarlett Johansson was supposed to play... Um, deaf woman or something like that so someone someone with a disability and 
she got so much backlash, she backed out of it. It was something like that. I can't remember what, what the actual problem she was. Someone with a disability. Basically. And so they want to get an actor that had disability. Yes. Because there's actually, no, there's actually, I didn't know this. There's an actual group of people that, it's like um, when you need a little person. So if right. you need you need a person that's, with a, with, what are they even calling now? You can't call them. Little person? A little person. They have an actual agency. that That's what they do. What's they, the agency called? I can't remember. Because they had a show about it on, on uh, TLC or something like that. So you have that. And then you have um, one for people with disabilities, too, because the girl from A Quiet Place, the daughter, is legit deaf. So they actually learned sign language. It was like a legitimate thing. Like they're like, they go, I guess that was part of the thing. They're like, you know, this is kind of perfect because she can't hear anything. So she doesn't know she's making noise, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's a good little plot twist kind of thing. But she's actually deaf, and I believe she has agents. That, like that's an agency that specializes in people. And it's not like, oh, hey, I need someone. They're like, no, if you have someone that has this sort of disability, they would be a good fit for this role. Then you can send them out for the audition kind of thing. So, you know, let's see. So I thought the whole point of being an actor is to play a character that you're not. I think I think I think the thing is is I, I get it on some level because obviously it's me more accurate portrayal things of that nature yeah. because um, was it uh, uh, Julie uh, Juliette Lewis is that her name she was in that my other sister movie well the, the she had okay and she had I think it was a she had a disability in that one and she was really good in that movie like she was yeah, really yeah. really good I think the thing is is that. Um, we're trying to be more inclusive, trying to include more people. There are people. They just had the first um, uh, first cover girl. or She was a cover of some magazine. She had Down syndrome. Uh, I just saw one that she was at TPC, which is the golf course in um, Arizona. And um, she's playing, she was playing golf with these two pros. And they're like, you're really good. Like, she legit, like, she parred this hard hole. She went in the sand. It was perfect. And I think that people are realizing, you know, just because you have the disability, it's not, you know what I mean? It shouldn't hinder you. But I do get it. Because then what's the point of you honing your craft if you can't, you know, play something that you're not? Then all of a sudden, that's why I think the first the first hit was someone's playing a lesbian they're not a lesbian that was the first one that they're like you need to hire no i'm being dead serious i do understand the problem people have with like um when they had scarlett johansson playing a character that's asian and literally every other person in the in the film is asian that's like okay we get what you did here you just you don't think that a person of ethnicity is going to sell this movie uh, yeah but they're they're actors they're supposed to play things that they're not <laughs> I get that, but there is a lot of good. Here's the thing, though. What they don't tell you is is that certain things are in the movie for a reason. So when when a Chinese movie, a Chinese company pays for a movie, they have to have things that appeal to Chinese people because they're going to share that movie gotcha. in China. So I'm like, well, they could have done an Asian person as the lead. There's plenty of good actresses out there that could have done it. But I think that they just said, hey, Scarlett Johansson's hot right now. We're going to do it. I think that's the problem, too, is they don't think about it. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not something that's like, oh, uh, this, this, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things. It's, 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 I don't think, oh, hey, look, I'm looking for a guy with a beard. So I'm going to hire a guy that doesn't have a beard and make him grow it. They don't think about that. He's a good actor. They find someone with a beard, which I'm going to admit, Tormund from um, Game of Thrones, the redhead, 
that dude was doing the commercials for uh, um, what's the name of the hotel? She's doing the com- commercials for the hotel. Really? He had a big old beard. Thing, so he fits the character. So some people I think are picked because of the way they look. Sure, or what they have. sure. So and that movie, The Other Sister, it is Juliette Lewis and um, Giovanni Ribisi plays special needs too in the film. So. I don't, I don't know. But what I was saying about all of that, though, is, is that so much stuff leaks now. Some people could go could have so much backlash against Escape from New York. It'll just kill a film. You know, I've, it's, it's happened so many times on different things. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, people are having a backlash right now about the uh, Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. I saw that. People are saying it's getting a little too glorified and sexualized. So basically what happened was the same director that did the documentary that's on Netflix now is doing the Ted Bundy one. Was, was that guy from? And what they tweeted out was, uh, look, girls, um, you know, we know you all are crushing hard on him, but we just want to let you know there's thousands, literally thousands of guys on Netflix watching that aren't murderers. And I think... Here's the thing that's problem. Okay, that's not good. You're glorifying the killer. You would rather make sure, hey, this guy was a murderer. But from what I've heard of the movie, it's from the perspective of his long-term girlfriend, who never he never killed her. No, no, don't know why he just didn't. But that's the that's what a movie is. He was charismatic. He was likable. He was manipulative. He, he was manipulative. So how are you supposed to get into a movie? You know, like they made a joke. They go, well, if he was some fat guy that was sweaty with sores all over his face, like you would expect a serial killer to look like, they wouldn't be appealing. Most of them are charismatic. Like exactly. Charles Manson. Yeah. Charles Manson literally was people like people say, oh, he's crazy. He was a cult. That dude was mad because you got to remember that dude co-wrote songs for the Beach Boys. Yeah. He was a very talented musician and he was mad. Because I think he tried to get in with a studio or he did try to do something. And the house they went to was owned by a music producer. So he manipulated people to believe that it was for a different cause. They were also high on a lot of stuff, so that doesn't help at all. But same thing. He manipulated people. That's every single cult leader. They manipulate people into believing something. Like David Koresh. These are like good looking people that can speak well. Which they made him look really ugly and dorky on that Paramount uh, Channel uh, miniseries, Waco. They made him look like he had thin, greasy hair. When you see the video of him, the dude had hair for the 90s, and he looked like he was just a regular dude. So, you know, I I think it's actually um, better. You know what I mean? Because you got to think, you you see Titus walk up. Titus could be a murderer. He's a good-looking dude. You never know. But that's what I'm saying is it makes you think twice. You know, you're not just going to get into a vehicle with someone like that. Who does that? No one should do that. You know what I mean? No it's one. crazy. So it's kind of like it's one of those things where, you know, it, there's been a lot of backlash for it. They're like, why would you make him a good looking? And they're like, he doesn't look anything like him. Is that Efron? Huh? Zach Efron? Yeah. You look at the side by sides. He looks pretty close. He looks pretty close. Like I saw that ten, uh, Ted Bundy uh, confession tapes that was called Netflix. Yes. You kind of... You see a little resemblance. There's a little resemblance. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, whatever, whatever. And there were actually women like interviewed in the documentary that are saying they were kind of attracted to Ted Bundy during the trial. Yes. For murdering women. 
Yeah. Girls are crazy. It's insane. I don't even know who this guy is. This guy is probably got a YouTube channel followed by Nano Rules David. Is this the guy that's depressed? Yeah. Punk's opinion. He says our opinions are punks? Uh, who knows? Uh, no, 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 no. It's, um, uh, I don't know. It's another podcast. Oh, apparently the guy's from San Jose. I don't know. Hmm. Don't recognize him. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff. Like, that's what the thing is, is, is how many people, how many people, how many movies have been made and all of a sudden it was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch that with that person. And all of a sudden it's amazing. So now because of that, because of, because of the way the society is now, that has the potential to not happen now. Which one? The Ted Bundy movie? No. Just a movie in general where someone's going to be a great in it. Could uh, give them an Oscar nomination. You know what I mean? Just because, oh, no, he shouldn't be in that movie. It's kind of like, well, okay. I go, what, what if he was going to be good in that movie? You don't know that. So that's why whenever I see a cast list, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna see how it is. Like we talked about um, um, last week. Um, the Black Panther stuff, how the, the uh, King T'Chaka, his real son, played the younger version of him. How cool, how cool is it, instead of casting someone, ran, someone random, you're like, hey, look, he's going to be in it for a very short period of time. He's actually an actor. He looks like the character because he is his son. Right. What if that was his big start? Just because of the connection of that. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with the Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. He literally had to sacrifice so much to make that movie. Now you can't make that sacrifice because they're like, "Oh, you can't have this person in it because they're they don't fit. They don't. They're not. They're not this or they're not that." Or I wouldn't watch this movie with them in it. I'm just kind of like, okay. I wish they would start like. What was crazy is for a while there, I only had Netflix and Hulu, so no commercials for movies were really on those channels. So then all of a sudden, I started like now that I see all these commercials, I'm like, "Wow, that looks interesting. Wow, that looks interesting." And like our motto is, you know, don't. Don't, uh, don't trust anything. You know what I mean? Don't, uh, don't trust Rotten Tomato. Go for yourself to see how you like it. Cause how many movies out there become cult classics down the road? Oh no, I didn't like it when I first watched it. I watched it three or four times and I started liking it. There's so many versions of that. Or I'm trying to think any movie that I've watched where I was like, man, I hate that person as an actor, but then I love the movie. I can't even, I can't think of any right now. But so many movies get panned, like, oh, they didn't do good at the box office. Doesn't mean they're not going to do good. You know what I mean? They're not going to be a good movie. I mean, what's what's the last movie you watched you can remember? Uh, I watched the movie Overlord, I think in November. Mm. The zombie one? Yeah. How was that? The first 30 minutes were cool, and after that, it was kind of lame. Really? Yeah. So, why is it lame? It just got silly. The storyline's silly with the zombies and... Okay. Whatever they were. Because that's a... Who made that? <clears throat> Someone... J.J. Abrams? I think so. I think it was J.J. Abrams. Like the first three minutes were cool. Like, the sound quality, the action. But after that, it just kind of like... I don't know. It got silly for me. So the last movie I watched in the theater was Super Troopers 2. When was that? Last year. Went with the wife. Went with the family. Went was with, that January? With Arnaldo. When was that? No. Was like, when did that come out? That was, I want to say, oh, it was 420. It was April. Oh, okay. Cause, uh, That's a while ago. Yeah, cool, because I was working. I was out of town for almost all last year. So I went and watched it. I loved it. 
loved it. People were smoking weed in the theater. It was really. Oh yeah, it was just no one cared. And everyone's like, "Oh, it's a, it's a horrible movie." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "You got to realize who this movie's for." That's the problem. It's for the smokers. All all movies are not made for all people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, everyone's frustrated. Like they said, there was no women uh, directors. I think nominated for best picture for the Oscars. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, but show me a movie that was directed by a woman that was good. Then you can't just say, oh, this there's there's no Asian actors, there's no whatever nominated. Well, show me if you have an example, show me. Doesn't I'll that, go watch that doesn't movie. Doesn't that create buzz though in the industry? Like people are like, oh, you know, does it give you no, no. I think I think what happens is um, it makes it gives people false hope. They're like, oh, well, that means they're going to start pushing. Because when they, um, the resolution for having not enough um, African-Americans nominated is they went and added, like, I think 150 African-Americans to the Academy. And guess what? No one got nominated? No one, this this year, no one did. Uh, 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 Marshala, I can't pronounce his name, Ali. He's going to be in that um, Alita, uh, that Angel movie we watched, the Peter trailer for. Um, he was in Moonlight. Um, he was in one show I really liked. It was called Alphas. Um, and what else is he in? Oh, you would know him. He was on um, House of Cards. Okay. So he got nominated, I believe, this year for um, the movie. It's basically is I want to watch it so bad. What's the name of it? I'm gonna tell you right now because it looks really good. Oh, there goes the air compressor. That means it's time to go. Almost done. Uh, no, it leaks, it leaks air. Uh. Um. Basically, let me see real quick. Marshala, Marsala, I can't help how you spell his name. Sound it out. Because they say Marshala, I think that's how they people say it. What's his name? Solomon Marshala? No. <laughs> Solomon. It's Marshala Ali, I think it is. Uh, I'll look it up by Moonlight. Because he's under that. He's in Moonlight. Oh, I spelled it wrong. You spelled Moonlight wrong? Yeah. Mahershala. That's how you say it. Okay, I was right. Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. You'll know him as soon as you see him. Because dude's in everything. Uh, let me see. Him. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the name of the movie? He was in... He was in... Green Book. So, Green Book... I, be, I, I heard it's a true. I think it's based on a true story. So it's a working class Italian bouncer becomes the driver of an African American classical penis on a tour of venues through the 1960s American South. Mm-hmm. So it's very like, um, and it's uh, Viggo Mortensen plays the driver, and they say it's great, and I believe he is nominated for that movie because it's just so great. And so I think what happens is, is a lot of these movies, um, um, they basically try and push an agenda and then all of a sudden movies get get nominated and everyone's like, I don't get it. I think it's still done that they do so many best picture nominations because people got offended that like the dark Knight, I think it was, didn't get nominated. And so it was, how many lo- nominations do they do? And then they do between, they can be anywhere from five to 10, I think. Yeah. So a lot of them I hadn't even heard of. Like there's some that I'm like, wait, what? You know what I mean? So, that's because, like, I, I didn't know this. So a lot of so you, in order to get nominated, I think you have to be out in so many theaters. So that Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron has debuted at Sundance, mm-hmm. and so they said it usually takes 
uh, three to six, three six months or to a year for it to come out in theaters. So it's getting it's getting great reviews, things like that. But you know, I just want them to be on their merit because I feel like everyone's got an agenda now. When they win, they have some big long speech. Um, I heard um, Chadwick Boseman's uh, speech for Black Panther's win was really really good, which I love that movie. That movie is fan freaking tastic, and they don't do that thing where. Um, they're just, they literally hired great actors based on their acting, not their ethnicity. So it's not like, oh, hey, look, we need to just get a bunch of black actors for this movie. They're like, no, we got actual, every single person in that movie is an amazing actor. Um, the guy that plays his best friend, I believe is the one from, um, uh, get out amazing actor, but I don't know if any of them got nominated for acting in that movie, even though it was great. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens. The Oscars come out. Don't even know who's hosting it. So it was, uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin but, Hart, but he's had something back in 1996. Now I can't host it. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. He tweeted some stuff out that was, and the, the thing is that he, he's not apologizing. He's just doubling, uh, doubling down. What do you say? Like homophobic? Was that what it was? Um, he said said basically that if his kid came out as gay, he'd beat him or something like that. And, um, it was more of a, I've heard it was more of like, uh, I guess that's how his jokes were then. So it was one of those things where you're kind of like, eh, yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of like, eh, yeah. I'm not really a Kevin Hart fan. I don't find him funny. He reminds me of the old Chris Tucker. He's just all about screaming and, you know what I mean? Him and The Rock's jokes back and forth on Instagram are pretty funny. Like, um... They, size? Yeah, uh, The Rock got into a... Oh, the... Uh, Kevin Hart was getting into, like, a Lambo. And he goes, The Rock's big ass could never fit in here. And he's like, you know, he goes... He goes, it just must feel good for you to feel big in something, something uh, like that. Like, oh, they always man. go back and forth. It's pretty funny, but, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. Every year, there's always a controversy at um, the Oscars for whatever reason it I is. They want that because they want people to, like, watch it to see what happens. I think controversy creates buzz. People talk about it now. It does, but here's the problem is if there's legitimately a, a movie that got snubbed for whatever reason, I want to know why. You know what I mean? Like two of the movies I never even heard of that are nominated for Best Picture. Which, which ones of those do you even know? I'll tell you right now. You tell me. I'm going to look up. The, I'll tell you the I list. Guarantee of... I've not seen any of them. <laughs> I guarantee you. Read them off. I'll see you if I've seen them. So have you seen, you seen Black Panther? No. Next. Let me see. Best Picture 2019. All right. The nominees are obviously Black Panther. I haven't, you haven't seen, seen that. Black Klansman. Never seen it. Really want to see that. I uh, saw that last week. Adam Driver, what? You didn't see it last no, week? No, I ended up not watching it. Uh, Black Klansman. Uh, Adam Driver is nominated for that movie. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Never seen it. Uh, the Favorite. Never seen it. I have. I have no idea. Oh, this is what The Favorite is. Um, I don't even know what The Favorite's about. Um, basically it's about Queen Anne. It's a, it's 
comedic take on the rivalry between two cousins to be the favor of the last Stuart monarch, Queen Anne. So they're they're fighting all the time. Green Book was one with Mahershala Ali, which he got. I think he nominated for that. Uh, Roma. Never seen it. Um, it's a black and white film. That's yeah, on Netflix, I think. Oh, it is Netflix. Yes, uh, A Star Is Born. Never seen it. Vice. Never seen it. And that's it. What's Vice about? Vice is the one with uh, Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. Oh yeah, I actually want to see that movie. Which um, what's well, I I don't know, man. Um, so I listened to this right wing, left wing podcast. Kind of, they're more left leaning, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, one of their friends was in it. Like she was portrayed in it because she's an, she was a she's a reporter in, in D.C. And they go, this movie was very mean to everyone, and they don't like George Bush. And they're like, it was mean to George Bush. It was mean to Dick Cheney. Like they're very anti it in Washington D.C. because it's so mean to the politicians. Um, well, is Dick Cheney a nice guy? Like, it doesn't matter if... He shot someone in the face, so... I mean, he's just... <laughs> he's got away with it. Okay, so 2019. Um, best actor. Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, William Defoe at Eternity's Gate. No idea. R- uh, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour. What? How do you win? Oh, that was... Two- I'm sorry, that was last year. Yeah, this is... Okay, so there's only three on here? That's right. Just three, baby. Nominees? That's weird. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they're saying that basically, um, usually what happens at one of them is uh, at one of the awards ceremonies, like, that's what normally, like, will happen. Like, if they win that, they'll win the whole thing. Um, so Bradley Cooper, Stars Born, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. Oh, that's right. Viggo Mortensen was nominated, but not Mahershala Ali, I think. Wait, no, is it? Let's see. It says Mortensen won Best Actor at NBR and followed up with the nomination of the Golden Globes, Christmas, and SAG Awards. But, like, Cooper Mortensen lost those big three. It's like when he wins the Oscars, perhaps one year soon, he'll soon have a better shot. So, I mean, that could be one thing right there. You know what I mean? That Mahershala Ali didn't get nominated. And, you know, so we'll see what happens when they win. So, on a positive note, um, before we end. You got me a date? No. Oh. No. I think it's a positive. Um, how are you feeling about Walking Dead coming back? When's it coming back? Uh, I think this month. This month? Yeah, but when? Um, day. Let me tell you right now. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> I have not thought about it. Um, I know a lot of people are like, hey, you watched that Walking Dead, and everyone has that one moment when they watch it in the series, and then they're just like, enough's enough, I'm walking away. The 10th, so next Sunday, after the Super Bowl. All right. So not this Sunday, next Sunday. I'll uh, be sure to watch it. So you have to watch it now and let us know. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's one of those things that's so... It's such a popular show. Is it so popular? I feel like everyone I talk to is like they've walked away from it. They've Here's the problem, away. though, is that basically I think what you're running into now is that people are getting so mad about it that they have to watch it to see what they screw up next. I guess. It's like you're watching, you're watching the car crash. Yeah. That's what you're doing. So it's one of those things where you have to let it happen. It has to happen. And it's kind of like whatever. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You know, hopefully they can rebound. Um they obviously had the movies coming out and they literally said they have like, it was something ridiculous that they, they have enough to do where this show could go on for another 20 years. 
I don't think it will. I think it will. You think it'll go on? Sure, why not? It's on AMC. I don't know what other shows are going to have to replace it. Yeah, but the AMC is is one of those shows, those networks where like it was funny. I heard a comedian joke. He goes, "Everyone says Mad Men's so great. Ask them if they've watched it before. Ninety five percent of them haven't watched it. So how do you know it's so great? And it's true. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I love The Walking Dead. Oh, what happened last season? Oh, I don't know." You know, then they may be frustrated like you. I get some people have their own opinions and they like different things that are happening. But, you know, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, okay, I'll deal with whatever happens in this next episode with a grain of salt because I like the series as a whole. But when you start making continuous decisions that are not based on the show itself but based on the longevity of it, it starts to affect it. That's why Breaking Bad, they said it was perfect the way it was. Perfect. Because it ended the way it needed to end. Now they're doing a movie, and they're all in it. What? Yes. How? Don't know. When's the movie taking place? Don't know. Don't know. Don't ruin a legacy. Literally, they're going to have a movie. It's going to have Jesse Pinkman in it. It's going to have Walter White's going to be in it. And it's going to have the old guy, too, bald guy. Mike, the guy that plays Mike. Mike. Yep, the guy that's on uh, Better Call Saul right now. I wonder what it's going to be about. I have no idea. You seem really upset about it. Like, you want to punch I just don't understand. Like, it's one of the few things that I'm like, you guys had a masterpiece. You had a masterpiece, and now you're going to ruin it. You got to squeeze every penny It's the same thing as, like, Vin Diesel was never in a sequel to Fast and the Furious. That's why he wasn't in the second one. Because he doesn't do sequels. Did he do Chronicles of Riddick? Isn't there a sequel for that one? Yeah, but that's... Pitch Black. The thing is, though, is Pitch Black. That's why he did Fast and the Furious. He appeared in the Tokyo Drift for the very last couple seconds to tie the movies together just so he could do the Chronicles of Riddick. Because okay. the Pitch Black was like his thing. I love Pitch Black. as like, oh, dude, I had that on DVD. I watched the thing all the time. It was a very cool concept. Didn't really know who Vin Diesel was. But going to a space prison where you have your eyes uh, swapped out to where you can have night vision. Come on, man. That's cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know. Comes in handy if you're doesn't act that much. No, it's good. So, Chronicles of Riddick, I didn't really get through it. It was kind of weird. It's a lot more uh, elaborate than Pitch Black. But I think I've seen Chronicles of Riddick. I haven't seen it. Who knows? I'll make you watch at your homework for the week. Watch Chronicles of Riddick. I need a TV first. So. You don't have a TV? I sold it, man. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. You liar. I knew it. But I do have a, a wooden chair for eight dollars. <laughs> he has to get his sandwiches for the week. Burritos, burritos. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so uh, make sure you go to all our uh, platforms: uh, Twitter underscore, uh, so, Twitter FOMO <laughs> underscore cast, Facebook.com dot FOMOcast, uh, Patreon dot com slash FOMOcast, and uh, FOMO podcast on Instagram. Um, Get us all that stuff. Let us know how you feel about everything we talked about. Um, I know stuff is probably dropping right now, and we're going to have a lot more come next week because this time of year, once the Oscar nominations have been announced, they start dropping all the movies for Oscar consideration. So should be a lot of good movies coming out. Um, should have more news about the uh, backwards compatibility of the PlayStation 5 coming out pretty soon um, since they have told developers of video games to start working on the new uh, system games. So they're starting to give them info on developing video games for the PS five so um should have a lot more news uh coming up next week so for the fomocast i'm chris and i am titus and we will see you next week